Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Daily Dose of Dillingham. Here is your host and frontline commander of the humanitarian New World Order. John Dillingham. Welcome back to your daily dose of me. It is currently 8.24 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, July 8th, 2022. What are we supposed to be afraid of and upset about and worried about today, ladies and gentlemen? What are we supposed to be afraid of? Welcome to today's news. First. I just got a bitch a minute, you know, because uh, you know how you just drive for a really long time? And uh, you just get to that point where you're like, fuck, I can barely move anything. That was last night for me. I get home. I was I, I tell my pops, like, I'm going to take a shower. I think I make it. And uh, to, I made it to the bed, guys. And I just, that was it. My cats, both, of course, were waiting where I sleep. So I had to move the cats out of the way. And then I finally get in bed and I finally fall asleep. And I think I slept maybe six hours. Anyway. What are we supposed to be afraid of? Shinzo Abe dies after being shot in Japan. Latest updates, New York Times, 15 minutes ago. Former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe assassinated during campaign speech. Hospital officials confirmed Fox News eight hours ago. The seven things you need to know for Friday, July 8th. Washington Post one hour ago. Shinzo Abe shooting Japan. Known for safety is in shock. Bloomberg. Yin CD's knee-jerk gains after Abe shooting. Euro-dollar hovers near parity. Joe Biden to sign executive order protecting access to abortion. Guardian U.S. 29 minutes ago. Highland Park shooter's rooftop position made it hard for police to find him quickly as parade turned into chaos, Chief says. Looks like we got a video of this. Is it a slideshow? Or did you guys actually do your news reporting? What you got? 
slideshow. On to the next. Here's a look at who might replace Boris Johnson as UK Prime Minister. CNN one hour ago. Speculation. The deep LA roots of Brittany Griner's Crimson t-shirt. Los Angeles Times 12 hours ago. Brittany Griner pleads guilty to drug charges in Russian courts. <sighs> Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. What do you do now? Two-time U.S. Olympic basketball gold medalist Brittany Griner has pleaded guilty to drug charges in a Russian court near Moscow, her lawyers confirmed to CNN on Thursday. Griner, whom the U.S. State Department has classified as wrongfully detained, faces up to 10 years in prison under the charge. Supporters of the Phoenix Mercury player have called for her release over fear she is being used as a political pawn amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Grinders' lawyers expect the court to take into account the 31-year-old athlete's guilty plea and hope for leniency. Alexander Boykov and Maria Blogovalina told journalists Thursday. Samples taken from Griner did not show any traces of drugs, Boykov added. She was clean and she was tested, the lawyer said. It was her decision to plead guilty, Griner's Russian legal team said in a statement, adding that she set sets an example of being brave. She decided to take full responsibility for her actions as she knows that she is a role model for many people, their statement read. Considering the nature of her case, the insignificant amount of the substance and BG's personality and history of positive contributions to global and Russian sport, the defense hopes that the plea will be considered by the court as a mitigating factor and there will be no severe sentence. Her lawyers said they expect the trial to end around the beginning of the August. The beginning of the August? The August? Who wrote this? Anna Chernova, Abby Phillip, and Dakin Andone? D-A-K-I-N. Dakin? Andone? A-N-D-O-N-E? What is that? It's like Filipino, maybe? Latino. I think he's 12. Alright, well, she's obviously fucked. Um, let's keep going. Putin dares to West. Excuse me. Putin dares the West to try and beat Russia on battlefield, the Daily Beast, seven hours ago. Putin claims Russia's war in Ukraine is just beginning. Fox News, 10 hours ago. Dares the Russia? What? This is from Daily Beast. Mighty Matt Young, night editor. This is uh, published at 12:24 a.m. this morning. Vladimir Putin delivered a chest-beating threat to the West, warning retaliation is futile and that the worst is yet to come in Ukraine. Ooh, spicy. The worst is yet to come in Ukraine. In his speech, the Russian president dared Western allies to beat Russia on the battlefield. He put out on the battlefield in quotes. As his invasion enters its fifth month, the West wants to fight us until the last Ukrainian. 
Putin said at a meeting with Russia's top government officials, let them try. Everybody should know that, largely speaking, we haven't even yet started anything in earnest. At the same time, we are not refusing to hold peace negotiations, but those who are refusing should know that it will be harder to come to an agreement with us, he boasted. Despite Putin's tough talk, Defense Ministry spokesperson Igor Konashinkov announced Russian forces in Ukraine are pausing to rest and regain their combat capabilities. Photo of Bill Gates' daughter with black man ignites conversations about interracial dating. Ooh, spicy topic as well. Interracial dating. Phobe Gates, the daughter of Bill Gates, is rumored to be seeing a black man sparking discussions on social media regarding interracial and interclass dating. This is brought to you by Megan Ambers. 2.26 p.m. yesterday. Yahoo News. The rumors of the presumed romance started after Phoebe, 19, shared a photo of herself and a young man on her Instagram account. The picture shows the young man kissing Phoebe on the cheek with two red heart emoji at the bottom right-hand corner. Bill Gates' youngest daughter, Phoebe Gates, shares photos of her and her new man, ooh la la got Al on his shirt. That's cute. And a little earring, a little diamond earring. He's so pretty. Although it is unclear if the couple is indeed dating or who the young man is, users on social media have speculated that the young man is on the come up for being associated with the daughter of Bill Gates. Go get him, boy. Get him. Claim that Bill Gates pussy, baby. Bill Gates is currently the second richest man in America with over $124 billion net worth. The news about the alleged couple was humorous to many users who believe the young man would become wealthy by dating Bill's youngest daughter. When Phoebe Gates hands her black boyfriend a blank check, this is from J.R. Adams. J-R-N-O-N-E-F-L-Y-E-R. That's just some meme. And they just made a bunch of memes about it. Phoebe often uses her platform to speak on women's health, including recently displaying her opposition to the Roe v. Wade ruling. Hoes mad. The Gen Zer took a full-body photo of herself in a white bikini on her Instagram, saying that she isn't shy about her body and every every person deserves access to reproductive health care. I'm not shy about my body and or telling you to keep your bands off it, Phoebe said. Every person deserves access to sexual and reproductive health care. Right now, the Supreme Court is prepared to end the constitutional right to abortion. Join me and millions of other women in our fight for this basic human right at Planned Parenthood. Hashtag bans off our bodies. Oh, P.S. I'm a multi-billionaire's daughter, so if I never need an abortion, I could have them come to me. That's right, guys. I could bring the whole clinic over to me and have it done lickety-split. But I'm still mad about this. That's exactly how I'm looking at this. Oh, you're the uh, daughter of a multi-billionaire? And you're protesting. Okay. 
Although Phoebe has been mum about her reported lover, it is clear from her views on overturning Roe v. Wade that she is concerned about social issues. You know what? It's cool. I get it. There's a lot of ladies out there. Poor ladies. Way, 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 way less money than Miss Phoebe. Does she have a Twitter? Where is this phone? Where is this lady's... Geophobie. Alright, she's Geophobie? That can't be her. This ain't real. That ain't real. I don't care. But I'm still like... What platform? Twit TikTok? fun kids Elon Musk suggests Tesla will make it highly configurable robo van for people in cargo and let's not forget robo distribution right Elon dude they probably just have all this crap they're teasing us with in a warehouse just waiting to roll out and kill everybody you know what I mean they're like that they got like a warehouse, right? You go to like Tesla's factory, you know, and there's like five million of these. And they're just all like lined up. And there's like just guns lined to the fucking brim just ready to send out all these fucking robots and just and everyone's sitting here worried about abortion rights you know what I mean it's just uh, it's been two years guys this shit was just all secret just here we are Elon Musk suggests that Tesla will make a highly configurable robo-van to transport both people and cargo. The comment comes after the CEO announced that Tesla will make a dedicated electric vehicle to work as a robo-taxi. Tesla hasn't unveiled a new vehicle in a long time. In a product roadmap update earlier this year, Musk said that Tesla's focus in 2022 will be to ramp up production of Model Y and Model 3 at its existing factory, and the automaker doesn't plan to unveil new vehicles or bring to production previously unveiled products that haven't made it to the market yet, like Cybertruck. However, Musk promised a massive wave of new Tesla products coming in 2023. One of them is expected to be a new futuristic-looking electric vehicle used as a dedicated robo-taxi. The CEO announced the new vehicle program at Tesla's Cyber Rodeo event earlier this year, but not much is known about the new Tesla vehicle yet. Today, Musk tweeted about Tesla possibly making a highly configurable robo-van. Maybe Tesla should make a highly configurable robo-van for people in cargo. It's not clear if this would be a robo-taxi since he referenced that it would transport both people and cargo or a separate vehicle program. What's missing from this? The Tesla bot. Okay? You put the bots in the car, you move them around the cities, you get them to kill people. Dun, 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 dun. Big cunts. 
Why do these people never figure out the end game with all this shit? You know what I mean? It's like I gotta remind everybody. You know, are they gonna come for me first because I'm telling everybody this? Am I gonna be the one they sacrifice for the robo revolution? That's what I keep asking myself. Are they all gonna fucking show up here one day and just say, hey, John, unfortunately, you see through the bullshit too easily. You tell everyone, and now we've sent 200,000 robots to kill you. And, I, and I, you know what I'll say to that statement? I'm gonna pull out my fucking sword, and I'll be like, all right, really? How many of them have guns? Well, none of them. They're just going to wrestle you to death and rape you. All right, let's make this easy then. Uh, can we send in only three robots at a time? Sure, John, whatever you want. We'll send in three at a time. And then I'll just kill three robots at a time until they're all dead. And then when I'm done and I'm, I'm like on one knee, right, with the sword on my back and like a bloodied eye and, uh, you know, they're all dead and, and Elon's just standing there. I'll be like, is that the best you could do, Elon? Is this the best we can do? Johnny Depp seemingly shades Amber Heard with shocking power move. Johnny Depp's sizable donation to the Perth Children's Hospital Foundation with his non-fungible tokens has taken the internet by storm and caused many to assume he seemingly shaded Amber Heard in the process. News of the donation has been shared by Radar via a statement that reads, We are pleased to be able to confirm nearly 800,000 in total donations. For those unversed, this donation raised some major eyebrows because it was one of the two charities to which Amber Heard promised to donate her $7 million divorce settlement. At the time she pledged, the donation will be divided equally between the ACLU, with a particular focus to stop violence against women, and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, where I have worked as a volunteer for the past 10 years. Money played no role for me personally and I never has except to the extent that I could donate it to charity and in doing so hopefully help those less able to defend themselves. God bless her, man. I'll marry her. You know what? Just send her on over. We'll figure this out together, Amber. Give me a call, alright? We'll figure it out together. Johnny Depp was a great man. Too much coke. Come on over, Amber. We'll figure this out together. We can work this out. We can we can divvy it up. I'll help manage your money. Just let me be your accountant. Put that on me, Amber. I'll be your accountant, Amber. It's Accountant Dillingham here, Amber. Here I am, Amber. I'm here to take all your money and tell you how you can and can spend it. First of all, we are donating millions of dollars to something, and you're going to say that your accountant did it. You can't say it's me, because I don't want anyone to know that I'm managing your money. You can you can take all the credit. All I want from you is one blowjob a week, Amber. That's it. And I can request this blowjob at any time, okay? 24-7. But I guarantee you, Amber, we will make your money work for you instead of against you like whoever was managing it did. 
Whoever put, whoever gridlocked your whole situation with your money, Amber, fuck that guy or lady. I'll handle this properly. I'll spend the money for you, and we'll get it all out there in public. We'll take pictures. We'll get, you know, hot dogs and candy and flowers and kids around, and everyone will be happy. And we'll build you up, Amber. We'll put you back on that pedestal, baby. I'll be invisible the whole time. I don't want any credit. The only thing I want, Amber, is just one blowjob a week anytime I request it. That's it. I don't even want your fucking money, Amber. All I want is just one blowjob a week. 24-7, I can re I can send you a text message. Just one text, right? It's 3 a.m., Amber. You're trying to sleep. You get a text from me. It just says BJ. And you know immediately it's time. Okay, Amber? Deal? Do we have a deal? Seriously, though, this is it ever going to end? Um, Ford F-150 Lightning versus Ram 2500 Diesel, world's toughest towing test. Diesel trucks have always been a big hit when it comes to towing. Will, electrician, will electrification become the best option going forward? This is from InsideEVs.com. Stephen Loveday wrote this. That's not a real name. The other thing about Amber Heard too, right? All right, real talk. If I say I'm married to Amber Heard right now, right? Okay. With Amber Heard, I would take this whole like crack cocaine, methamphetamine, whatever they were on addiction. You know, not not trying to put any of that on them. I have no idea what Johnny and Amber were doing. No, nor is any of that my business. At the end of the day. But we would take all of this isolation and all of this friendship and all of this. Um, all of this weird uh, animosity and drama and games, we would throw all of that in a trash can. And what Amber and I would do, well, we would just go over headlines each day together, and we would get Amber's opinion and my opinion, and then we'd win. We'd make millions of dollars. We'd do it all for charity, Amber Heard and I. That's how we would do it, and we would win every single time. Every single dime that I would make, through the distribution of these headlines in this podcast, all of it would go to charity. I wouldn't want a dime of it. As a matter of fact, I'm already losing money doing this. So if it was Amber and I together doing this podcast, making money, talking about headlines, and all these incompetent writers out there, we would just clean up the whole world in a matter of probably one year. All it'd take is like 300 podcasts, and I think everything would just be well-oiled and greased and ready to get EVs on the road, and we'd get the baby formula thing figured out. Man, we'd make so much money, Amber and I, but what do we have? You know, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that uh, I am here, and Amber is wherever she is, and... Um, I wouldn't even want the blowjobs, to be honest with you, Amber, if you're listening to this. But, dream on, right, me? Alright, what we got here? The Ram 2500 with a Cummins diesel engine is a sought-after truck when it comes to towing. Diesel engines produce loads of low-end torque, which makes it much easier to get the ball rolling while pulling a heavy load. 
Fortunately for EVs fans, the same can be said about fully electric powertrains, like that of the Ford F-150 Lightning. Much like a handful of other publications and YouTube channels, our friends over at the Fast Lane Truck have been testing the heck out of their all-new Ford F-150 Lightning electric pickup truck, and for good reason, people deserve to know precisely how a full-size electric truck fares when it comes to typical truck tasks. Typical truck tasks. Oh, it's just a typical truck task, ma'am. Uh, that'll be $5 million if you want all this shit hauled out of here. Typical truck tax is what we're calling that. Uh, it's actually, excuse me, it's the typical truck task tax, lady. Or the quadruple T. Yeah, it's $5 million if you want us to remove that pine tree. It's a typical truck task tax. It's basically $10 to move it. But we, uh, the rest of the money, the, uh, 499,999 and however, whatever that number is, because I'm not looking at it right now, ma'am. The rest of that's all going to us because it's a, uh, it's, uh, technically not a typical truck task tax. I don't know where I'm going with that joke. That joke just fizzled out and died right in front of us. It's all right, though. The guys have tested the Ford F-150 Lightning's towing prowess on multiple occasions, though we're not going to focus here on their World's Toughest Towing Test Series. Not long ago, we shared TFL's test, the pit, the F-150 Lightning against the F-150 Power Boost Hybrid while towing over the famous Super Ike Gauntlet. What? This is a very, this is already, I'm not, like typical truck tasks. The Super I Gauntlet covers 8 miles of Interstate I-70 in Colorado and takes you over 11,000 feet above sea level. The maximum grade is 7% as the road climbs an impressive 2,000 feet over the course of an 8-mile trip. Now that sounds like fun. The Ford F-150 Lightning proved smoother and more capable than the hybrid version, but as expected, its, its electric driving range was an issue. Fortunately, the Lightning was able to recoup plenty of range on the downhill fast forward to the present and the competition has become more difficult this is because we're talking about a much larger and more capable truck that's designed with hardcore towing in mind the ram 2500 is equipped with a 6.7 liter inline six cylinder turbo diesel it produces 370 horsepower and an impressive 850 pound feet of torque it can tow up to 20,000 pounds when properly equipped Meanwhile, the dual-motor F-150 Lightning with its extended-range battery makes 580 horsepower and 775 pound-feet of torque. When properly equipped, it can tow up to 10,000 pounds. As you can see, the Lightning has much more horsepower and its electric torque is relatively comparable to the torque put out by the diesel engine. To help us navigate through the video, the Fastlane truck provided the following topics and timestamps before you dive in. Head to the comment section and let us know your predictions about how this test might play out. In the end, the Cummins diesel-powered Ram 2500 performed exceedingly well as it expected. As expected. I'm almost it's like I'm speaking for the truck. As it expected. As expected. While the companies were a bit skeptical at how the Lightning would compare, it blew them away with its smooth, capable towing prowess compared to the heavy-duty pickup. This tough towing test is yet another indication that electric powertrains can certainly deliver what it takes 
to tow a heavy load in the most difficult of circumstances. However, even though the Ford F-150 Lightning recaptured a significant amount of energy on the way down the gauntlet, the diesel had a clear advantage related to its range, which was also expected. How much EPA estimated range will an electric truck need to be able to compete with gas and diesel powered trucks for long distance towing? Let us know in the comments section below. No. Here's my comment. I'm still buying the Ford Lightning over a fucking diesel truck. You ain't never gonna sell me a diesel truck. De Dude, has anyone seen how much diesel is a gallon right now? How rich are these people, man? You have to have like $10 million in the bank to drive that shit. Like, I get it. Diesel's great and all this, and it, you know... <sighs> it just never ends, man. It never ends. Derek Chavon sentenced to 21 years in federal prison for murder of George Floyd. Thank God. That's it, I'm done. Alright, one more, one more. I'm feeling it today. Replacement name for ousted San Francisco DA Chesa Budin. San Francisco Mayor London Breed tapped a former prosecutor who campaigned against ousted District Attorney Chelsea Budin to replace him. Bowden? Oh, we got it. We got a lady here. We got a, a lady in a leopard top talking about this well, we got Fox News Francisco's new district attorney. KTVU's Christian Captain was at City Hall when the announcement was made and he joins us now with more. Christian. Yeah, that press conference wrapped up in just the last five minutes or so, and we're starting to get a picture of some of the priorities for the mayor's pick for the new district attorney. That new district attorney, uh, Brooke Jenkins, and the mayor both speaking here on the mayor's balcony, beginning to lay out their priorities for uh, how they're going to proceed with the district attorney's office following the recall of Chase Boudin. Brooke Jenkins stood out because of her understanding of both sides of having the experience of family members on both sides and understanding the need for compassion and understanding, but also accountability and justice. And those two themes are very prevalent in how they're going to go forward. Voters recalled Boudin the first week of June, and now that the election is over, the mayor is making her latest appointment. Brooke Jenkins is a former San Francisco felony prosecutor with seven years on the job. And she quit under Chase Boudin and was one of the leading voices in that recall effort. Now, in the press conference today, Jenkins outlined some of her priorities, vowing to crack down on the open-air drug use and markets in San Francisco, also vowing to crack down on violent crime and also non-violent uh, lifestyle offenses like burglaries or so-called non-violent offenses. Jenkins said that criminals can and should be held accountable, but she also said that there is room for criminal justice reform within the system. Accountability does not mean that we reject a reform. We can have responsible reform and accountability both at the same time. And I vow to this city to balance both in the pursuit of justice and safety for all. 
And Jenkins is not the mayor's first appointment. In fact, the mayor made mention that when she had to uh, replace the school board members, she went through a very similar process of trying to vet and seek out the public opinion on who the proper fit would be. Uh, now remember, she's also appointed uh, a new uh, supervisor for the city of San Francisco as well. Now, San Francisco voters will have their first say about Jenkins as a district attorney in November when they decide whether or not she should serve out the remainder of the term. And voters will also have another vote in the regularly scheduled district attorney election in November of 2023. Now, in the news conference today, Brooke Jenkins said that she is in it uh, to run for that position. She said that she will certainly run in November and that she will run again in 2023, setting up the possibility of a face-off between Brooke Jenkins and Chesa Boudin, who at this point still has not ruled out running for the office again in 2023. And we will continue to monitor all the developments in this story. My colleague Alyssa Harrington also working on this story and will uh, carry this story with us uh, through the evening and make sure that you have all the very late... Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Apologies for that. Music, not the blahs. So uh, we got uh, Brooke Jenkins, a former prosecutor. That's who the uh, lady was speaking. Um, named as the new district attorney, Brooke Jenkins. Congratulations, Brooke. Um, all right, cool. Um, all right, I'm looking at the charts right now. Um, XRP had a nice boost yesterday to around 36 cents. God only knows what's going to happen today. Um, highest on my chart is GoEV, 13.55% boost. VIDT, 10.14. Facebook, 7.4. Roblox, 4.14. Palladium, 3.12. Apple 2.4, Twitter 0.72, XDC 0.13. Let's go, boys. If you're not investing yet, why? I, I and I I uh I want to do one um article from TradingView because they actually put out news. I'm gonna see if there's anything spicy here that captures my attention. Um, where's their news? I always have trouble finding it too. It's like I know it. There it is. A little newspaper icon. Um, social buzz. Wall Street bets. Stocks down. Pre-market. GameStop. AMC Entertainment Holdings poised to decline. Uh, okay. Apple T's first ever iPhone using clownfish wallpaper but never included it. Now it might be finally here. This is from Benzinga. What? Um... Oh, cool. Some Apple users are reporting that the iconic clownfish wallpaper seen during the re release of the first ever iPhone has made a comeback in its latest iOS 16 beta release. What happened? Self-described tech geek Jack Roberts said on Twitter, first reported by The Verge, the wallpaper featured the clownfish with a background of green anemone. Anemone was present in iOS 16 beta 3. Apple Focus journalists... Mark German pointed out that it was the wallpaper Steve Jobs used when the original iPhone was announced 15 years ago but never made it on any ship device. Why it matters. There is no clarity whether the 
<laughs> Clownfish wallpaper would make its way into the final release of the upcoming iOS 16, Note of the Verge. The wallpaper has been enhanced with higher resolution and comes with a swipe up parallax animation. See, alright. Now, if you had the clownfish moving around the stuff, I'm with it. But if it's just a static image of clownfish, again, why? So? Dude, I can get clownfish all day just Googling it. Why are these. Why is this news, man? Alright, I'm done. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to go dream about doing podcasts with Amber Heard someday. Peace. Say hi to your mom for me.